Have you ever seen something from the corner of your eye that wasn't there when you looked? How about hearing from a friend of a friend while they were hiking somewhere in the woods that they saw something impossible, but when they spoke to a ranger there was always a simple explanation that didn't quite add up and left you unsatisfied. My name's Chris and I'm here with my colleague Jack and we're senior wardens for the Creature Conservation Initiative. We protect the world from the creatures of superstition and myth, but more importantly, protect those same creatures from the world. Welcome everyone to episode 4 of Blink and Your Myth It. I'm here with my colleague Jack again. Jack, how are you doing? I'm very good and I'm currently smiling to myself because it's been a while since I've heard the name and it made me smile. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. For everyone <laughs> out there, it's, uh, it was uh, Jack's idea, so uh, he's a bit proud of that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting that we uh, are able to do this and uh, that we get so much greater freedom on how we do it. So. Uh, very grateful for the opportunities we got here and so am i yeah so uh what we're talking about today is a creature that is again uh, from the town of aachen we were there in my last episode as well mm -hmm. and that was actually the reason why i was in the city and uh it's kind of a very local legend and it's called the barkauf have you ever heard oh. that name before no, I have never heard that name, and I am very, very curious as to why. So, as you were just saying a second ago, this is a recent um, recent encounter for you. It is, and uh, it's oh, it's a cool. kind of creature that is usually quite, um, quite docile. We don't really have to interfere a lot. It's just every now and then it's... Uh, it pops up, but it's never really any big trouble, so we mostly leave it alone. Uh, it was just... Uh, there was a particularly feisty one that uh, triggered a response mm -hmm. from us. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you probably haven't heard about it because as far as we know today, it is entirely localized within the city of Aachen and has never been seen anywhere outside. Of course, there's... Wow. Probably uh, similar creatures, but uh, we're talking about a creature that looks kind of like a, like a calf, a large calf, but uh, more muscular, let's say. And uh, <laughs> there's like like uh, almost like bear paws with very sharp claws, and wow. there's a yeah, it has a long, scary, uh, scaly tail, even both actually. And uh, okay, yeah, its eyes glow in the dark and all that kind of stuff. And it's it oh looks God. very intimidating, sounds very intimidating to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I mean, you started off so sweet, everyone loves a <laughs> little calf, and then all of a sudden it became the demon beast from hell. <laughs> yeah, it's it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle, as I said. Usually, they are uh, somewhat docile and they they make a little bit of mischief, but usually nothing that uh, that worrisome. And uh, it's again one of those creatures that uh, has its own statues in the city. So uh, <laughs> at some point that can't be a popular yeah. statue. <laughs> You'd be surprised. 
Yeah. And uh, it's one of these occasions where uh, somewhere along the line sightings got rain off that people uh, put it off into the realm of uh, legend and uh, yeah, these days it's people talk about it but it's mostly in jest and uh, oh, the Barkov's gonna get you but uh, of course everyone knows that uh, that's not gonna happen except uh, sometimes it does. And, uh, so it gets you. It literally it, gets you. Yeah, it, it doesn't get get you, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, okay. It is um, in in the city. There are uh, they have a lot of um, what's it called thermal springs and stuff like that from the olden times, and that's mostly where it lives. Um, mm. Mentions of it go back to around. 17th 18th century maybe 16th depending on who you ask so it's not ancient but it's been around for a while and okay yeah so it's yeah. it's a resident it's a it's, it's a, a resident. good resident yeah. of the city <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's an honorary citizen probably because of the statue and everything <laughs> yeah. well again you know uh, there's a lot of city councils that do like to do things like that, you know, oh, the yeah. um, X creature, it's from here, let's, you know, a little bit of a PR stunt, let's yeah. give it a, uh, give it citizenship, except <laughs> that then also makes our job slightly harder because we're dealing with not just the creature anymore, we're dealing with bloody citizen. Yeah. But, you know, that's a whole different situation. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, common wisdom around people was that it, uh, it was a single creature, but it's been around uh, three, four, five hundred years now, and uh, even most of our creatures don't live that long. So it's pretty obvious that there's some kind of population, and it's just rare enough for one to get to the uh, to the outside that people think it's it's a single beast, and they usually don't want to look close enough to see any differences, and it always looks the same okay. to them. So um, this is one of those ones where we don't actually contain it in a controlled environment, a bit like uh, the Knuckle of Ears we were talking not. about. This is one of those ones where it's a it roams free and we intervene to stop it from annoying the populace, damaging it, the populace, or getting hurt it, by the it's, population? It's It annoys people sometimes, which is usually not the point where we do anything because... Uh, let them have a little bit of fun, nobody gets hurt. But uh, sometimes there's a particularly aggressive specimen and uh, that's a point where we have to kind of take control of the situation. And uh, yeah, then usually we uh, have to remove it and put it into one of our uh, enclosures. They're, they're okay. easy to please, at least as long as it's uh, dark and wet, they're happy. Uh, as I said, they, <laughs> yeah, as I said, they usually live under the thermal springs, and uh, we're pretty sure they crawl around the sewers as well a bit. Uh, oh, okay. They're, they're quite, uh, yeah, they're quite sneaky in the dark, apart from the glowing eyes, of course. But uh, they yeah. have a talent for going unnoticed when you try to look for them. The only okay. thing that you will notice and that is sometimes uh, audible from above is uh, noise of like chain rattling and 
we've never seen any actual really? chains, so we can only assume that it's uh, it's some kind of vocalization that they produce. We haven't actually. Say, are we dealing with like some kind of close relative to a parrot? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> But hmm. it's uh, very selective in what noises it uh, it imitates. We haven't actually gotten them to reprodu reproduce it in captivity or when we were face-to-face uh, -face with it. It's only when they okay. are... Uh, it seems to be when they are bored during the day. They're very playful yeah. creatures in a way. That's uh, Maybe it's on purpose to scare the citizens above. That's entirely possible. Uh, they are very, okay. um, as far as we have uh, seen in our experiments, they are very smell-driven, scent-driven. They react to kind of like when you say that uh, dogs can smell your fear. It's kind of that situation. They react to changes in your hormones and all that kind of stuff. So... We assume that they are actually enjoying uh, making these noises and scaring people just because uh, it smells nice. So we've got a trickster beast, basically. Yeah, kind of. Tricks okay. is maybe giving them too much credit, but uh, yeah, let's actually cut to the chase what they right. uh, actually do. It's um, when people go uh, go to the pub, and they. Uh, tend to consume a drink or two and uh, then they go home okay. and uh, then at night that's where the uh, Barkov will occasionally come out of hiding and uh, it will seek out one of these drunk fellows, usually men we haven't <laughs> ever heard we haven't ever heard of it attacking a woman or a child so it's really just very selective very selective and uh yeah it seeks out these drunk men on their way home and uh it jumps on their back and it has a limited uh a limited capability of speech so i wouldn't um you know you you're not gonna have extended conversations but it can get general <laughs> ideas across and it jumps on people on these uh on these people's backs and basically yeah. demands to be carried and uh, <laughs> it wants them it wants them to carry it it uh, basically sits on uh, these people's shoulders and it doesn't let go until they are act uh, until the men actually walk them to their very doorstep at which point <laughs> at which point the backhoe will be satisfied and jump off and then either go home or seek out the next victim of their stillboard. And uh, <laughs> you can... All right, all right, all right. All right, hold up here for a second. So we are literally <laughs> okay. dealing with a creature that seeks out intoxicated individuals, if we're going yes. to be fancy about it. Yes. Goes, you know what, I'm going to have him. Jumps on their back and goes, take me home! Yes. Basically, that's <laughs> the entire thing. And as, as you okay, see, I it's like not, this one. I it's like not this actually <laughs> very dangerous. It's more annoying, so we uh, yeah. don't really need to interfere a lot. And there's usually not a lot of that happens. Uh, I mean, who's can... going to believe the drunk guy who's trying to tell you that uh, all that last night exactly. while he was trying to get home? Exactly. <laughs> he got, and... he, got just, he had to give a piggyback to <laughs> to some kind of calf beast. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, and uh, you can imagine how it evolved um, into kind of a story that husbands tell their wives and children about uh, why they were Sorry, it took home me so long that to get late. Home, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, I wanted to get home earlier, but the Barkov uh, got me, and it was so heavy and. So yeah, it had absolutely that... nothing to do with the five other pints that I drank. I told you <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And then uh, <laughs> that's why it gets muddy a bit because uh, often they would also say that it took the last of their money, and uh, the ah, jury's okay. the jury's a bit out if that's just made up or if it sometimes steals them. So as I said before, they <laughs> are quite playful, so I wouldn't be surprised if they just. Uh, grab some things of the people they uh, attack attack Fair enough, put your hand in the pocket, because yeah. it's not really a physical attack usually so usually nobody gets hurt even uh, with how intimidating it looks what yeah. is um, what is interesting is that uh, it's re uh, representation throughout history so it's um, mm -hmm. uh, of course the church got wind of it and uh, yeah, marked it as a devil's beast, and uh, yeah, of course, you you can see why it uh, there's a distinct smell of like uh, sulfur when uh, when you're around it, and uh, the other thing is um, I'm not sure if it understands the words or if it or if it's more reaction towards uh, changes in your your emotions and hormones or whatever but uh, the gist is that if you curse then yeah, it's gonna yeah. make itself lighter and easier to carry and if you start praying because you're scared or something then it's gonna make itself <laughs> heavier to carry around so that's how uh, people started saying uh, yeah obviously then it must be a devil's beast because why else would it uh, would it dislike you praying I mean, fact, this sounds a little bit to me like a priest had one of these jump on his back <laughs> and decided, after he'd had a little bit too much of the communion wine, yeah. and decided to write to uh, the Pope. Exactly. <laughs> and explain himself in that manner. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably it. Yeah, the, the truth of the matter is uh, we are we've done experiments and we're pretty sure that it's just a matter of... Uh, sense and hormones that you are uh, putting out when you're you know when you when someone prays it's usually not because they are uh, happy about the situation they are scared and of course that creature yeah. will notice that and react differently and uh, it it enjoys scaring people even uh, yeah just just for the hell of it apparently and yeah yeah so as i said at that is usually not the point where we intervene because it's rare enough that it's usually just the story of some drunkard or another and uh, yeah, there's mm. not a lot for us to do because nobody believes them anyway, nobody got hurt, so who cares. Now, um, every once in a while, and so it was a few weeks ago, um, there is one of these that... Um, that is a bit more aggressive than is uh, as usual, and that's where King okay. of Dangerous it starts. Uh, uh, it starts scratching people and injuring people. A few uh, were um, had to go to the hospital because of uh, injuries from uh, 
the Bark Elf, and of course, at first nobody believed them, but uh, word yeah. got around to us, and uh, yeah, that's when I got sent over to look into it and uh, see if there's mm. anything to it. Yeah, and uh, as it turns out, uh, we actually had a problem there, and uh, at first we thought, as there have been several reports throughout history where it was just some uh, bandits, street thugs, however you want to call them, that dress up like a back yeah. elf and use that to to um, <laughs> uh, steal money from any uh, from any people on the streets. So uh, we yeah, thought this bl was blame the blame the mythical beast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that has happened uh, even in the in the uh, like eighteenth century. And every now and again, even today, somebody tries that. I'm not sure yeah. if they expect people, if they expect it to work, but uh, yeah, maybe it's also some kind of, uh, I, don't, I don't know what I think. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was there and I looked into it and I uh, talked to the people that were injured and uh, looked at their injuries and uh, had turned out that this actually was a case of uh, physical attacks, so we uh, knew we had... Wait, 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 one second. Yeah? Let me guess. You had to go undercover, so you went to the pub. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. That's, uh, that summarizes Oh, okay, it, yeah. you actually... <laughs> You actually did. Okay, sorry. We, we, we tried finding it. Expound we tried upon. Uh, going into the uh, sewer system and luring it out, and um, so sneaky it didn't really things, work. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are quite sneaky, and they are clever enough to know when you are trying to get them. So yeah, uh, yeah, that didn't lead anywhere. So uh, we started. Uh, I had a, I called for backup, and we basically then had. Uh, three people there including me just to up our chances of uh, getting hold of it and uh, yeah. yeah we we started uh, just staying at the pub and then uh, walking out in the street later and uh, trying to make a bit of noise but uh, it didn't really work out and uh, yeah, at some point mm -hmm. uh, after a few days uh, while other people got attacked again it's uh, it turned you have to out change tack after a while, don't you? Yeah, it, it turned out that you that's too clever to fall for just uh, acting like you're drunk. So, uh, yeah, I basically got paid to uh, go drinking for several days until we finally made the catch. <laughs> it, it was fun for the first night until the next morning. Uh, Oh. Then it got harder, and it took until the third day that uh, that we actually managed to catch it. So I uh, yeah. was there, and every night I uh, went to the pub, uh, drank lots of beer, lots of uh, spirits, <laughs> and uh, made a bit of extra noise on my way uh, through the streets. But of course, I wasn't the only yeah. one drunk in the streets and uh, it took a couple <laughs> becomes days a competition until... after a while doesn't it yeah <laughs> yeah it uh, actually took uh, as i said until the third day that uh, i actually managed to attract it and uh, yeah i i felt it jump onto my back and um yeah, i made a big show of oh no the back have got me and uh, how horrible god help me and uh, 
Yeah, it, it was having a lot of fun, and it was trying to uh, <laughs> it was trying to scratch at my chest, but of course I was wearing some protective uh, sheets under my, course, under my uh, yeah. clothes because I know I knew what was about to happen, and uh, yeah, we noticed yeah. that they usually only go for for uh, for the chest area where the uh, where the claws are anyway when they are hanging over your back. So yeah, basically, yeah. just it's as if they just hold on really tight, but they hold on by sticking their claws into you. That was basically what the uh, oh. <laughs> injuries were like. And uh, basically, to make it a bit easier for myself, I started uh, swearing a bit and trying to uh, work up my my uh, anger a bit. So uh, so it would be a bit easier. And uh, yeah. yeah. I, Proceed to walk through the city with it, uh, and uh, yeah, basically led it straight to our uh, to our truck that was waiting at a uh, rendezvous <laughs> point, and uh, yeah, basically yeah. just walked into the uh, what's it called the the uh, storage trailer into the trailer at the back. Yeah, walked yeah. in there. Uh, colleague shut the door behind me and uh, yeah, said, "We're home." Happy birthday. <laughs> I was going to say, I was kind of wondering how you would catch this one, but no, it seems like a seems like a smart way. I mean, part of my in my mind <laughs> I would have thought maybe you know, maybe part of the team arrives, but no, you kept it calm, yeah. you let it have its fun, and yeah. you contained it in a very, very easy and clever manner. Yeah, it's you it's... know what? You I have to give you that one. Personally, if it was me, it probably would have been a bigger, definitely would have been a bigger issue. That's for certain. But <laughs> well, you, you gotta try the simple things first, and uh, as clever as it is, yeah. sometimes it just it really, really wants to play this game, and it appears the uh, what's it called it's just too tempting to grab someone like that. And uh, yeah, yeah. If if there is a way to solve a situation in a in a calm manner like that then uh, we usually take it and uh, i prefer it if that way because the less drama there is uh, the better it is and yeah yeah fair enough well no that's it's a, such a fascinating creature by the sounds of it because yeah. again one of those it's one of those ones where by the sounds of it we don't actively go and hunt it we don't actively try to contain it we respond to the situation when they get a little bit rough yeah. so it's as i understand always... it there must be a few running around the running around the region just naturally and generally but yeah, they must can... be very very good at hiding especially if they can basically be on a person's back for however long it takes them to get home and not <laughs> be noticed yeah yeah, that's uh, quite fascinating how they managed to do that. Um, of course, when uh, when these people walk home, it's usually dark, and the creature in itself is uh, quite dark as well. So from from a certain distance, you probably won't even see it. And hmm. at night, you uh, people are usually at some point they uh, walk around the corner where they are more or less alone, and it. It knows when to, uh, how long to wait until it can yeah. get people unseen. And yeah, it's, it's quite a fascinating creature. As I said, uh, for a long time, people believed there was actually only one. Uh, 
and uh, as just because it was always very very consistent all the uh, all the creatures are uh, very very similar in appearance so it uh, took a while until pe uh, mostly our organization realized that uh, there must be a population down there of uh, several yeah. individuals we don't know very much about their uh, re uh, reproduction uh, because mm -hmm. the population can't be that large, especially if they are only in that uh, particular city of Aachen. So um, yeah, yeah, we, any indication? We're not quite sure how the gene pool is working out there, uh, but any indication how long they live for? Uh, it's tough. to Any say. idea? It, I assume not. If we don't really it, have many it of them can in captivity. Be, it, can be three figures we have uh we have tagged some and uh some of them got over a hundred at least uh, okay sometimes they get uh into conflicts with each other apparently or maybe with other animals that they encounter or maybe now and then a particularly uh combative human might have yeah. killed one of them so it, it is rare for us to actually find uh, uh, dead bodies of them. Yeah. Well, they've certainly got the appendages for combat. Yes, Based definitely. on what you were saying earlier. So is... I can only assume occasionally there's fights between them. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe one unfortunately gets yeah. killed as a result. But yeah, what is what's interesting is that they have these uh, sharp claws and everything, but they don't. As I said, they don't usually attack people. So uh, that's yeah. that's kind of interesting from a uh, like evolutionary standpoint. Like, why do they have that? Is it purely because of uh, rivalries, or what? Maybe. What do they hunt? Uh, we're not. Uh, we know very little about how they actually live live yeah. their lives. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's very local, but uh, it's very, very famous around here. Uh, it is even said that uh, Pepin the Short, which is a name I haven't heard before, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> the father of uh, Charlemagne, and uh, oh. he is said to have uh, fought and killed the Barkauf. Back then, of course, people believed yeah. it was the one creature, but... Obviously, it kept popping up after that, so uh, that's our Please, main... please, please tell me that when they were celebrating, it popped up again. <laughs> not that I know of, but, uh, you know... Damn it. He probably would not have wanted that to be written down. So, who knows? We can only imagine. Head cannon. Yeah, head cannon. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is, I think... The most I can, I can tell about this creature, do you have any questions, maybe, about it, or anything else you wanted to mention? Um, no, you've kind of, you've answered pretty much all my questions. It seems yeah. like a really, really fascinating creature, and it's one of those ones I really, really like to hear about that is actually living and thriving in the wild, because there's so yeah. many creatures that we interact with every single day that we have to corral, or we have to put in you know, facilities or we have to move yeah. to our kind of nature reserves around the yeah. world yeah, it's know, a matter but, of uh, prioritization always because uh, our resources are limited and we can't uh, course, of course. take captive every creature under the sun so we have to uh, make a certain kind of uh, risk assessment like what is worth uh, 
dealing with where do we send people what do we uh, take into captivity and uh, yeah every now and then there's a creature like this that uh, that we hmm. decide it's just uh, it's not worth it basically and so uh, we yeah. just let it roam around as long as it as it's not too troublesome fair enough yeah yeah. Well, again, it's lovely to hear about things like that, and it's also quite nice to hear that uh, that you're getting an all expenses paid uh, pub trip. <laughs> yeah, as I, as I said, I, I enjoyed it on the first night. On the second <laughs> night, it was less fun, and by the third day, I was just glad it was over. I had a had a hangover of my life. Yeah, I can understand, but you know, if that uh, entices any of you to want to join the CCI. <laughs> 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 If that's not uh, a recruitment offer, then I don't know what is. Yeah, you can drunk, <laughs> get drunk drunkards. on company cost. <laughs> well, I'll be interested to see how the accounts uh, hide that one. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's yeah. a legitimate business expense. There's no need to hide it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But okay then. Um, yeah, I think that's our episode for today. So, I think uh, so. Bit of a shorter one this time, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes we don't need to speak too much on them. Um, but yeah, recently we had our Halloween episode come out. Please let us know how you felt about that one, as well as uh, episode three and this one. Give us an idea of what uh, you uh, what you thought of the last few creatures that we were dealing with. What's the name again? I am so bad at pronouncing these names sometimes. I just don't want to try it. It's a Barkhalf. Barkhalf. Yeah, it's also sometimes ah, called... I see, Barkhalf. Yeah. yeah, it's also sometimes called the Barkhalp, uh, which is like a uh, literal translation, like a... Uh, what's called? The Stream Calf? Something like that. <laughs> I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> we'll Never get complaints. Mind. I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah um, if you also uh, enjoyed this, then feel free to uh, rate and like yeah. everything and tell us how awesome you think we are. Like everything, uh, do the social stuff, uh, share it with your mom, have your mom share it with a book club. You know how it works. <laughs> and uh, also, if you are interested, we have our own Discord server, which will be in yes. the description. Join us, talk with people, talk about the episodes, talk about the creatures. Tell us what kind of creatures you would like us to lift the lid on next. All of that good stuff. All the interesting social media stuff that gets you all pumped and helps the algorithm love us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All hail the algorithm. All hail the algorithm. But on that note, I think that's us for today. So thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.